Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SENZ 8am on the 2nd. It's actually a public holiday today, so I hope you make sure you cash your time and a half if you're working around the country. Uh, welcome to 2024. Welcome to SENZ. Big day here on SCNZ. We've got a Liverpool-Newcastle Premier League game, a big fixture at 9am. We'll take that commentary live from TalkSport. Then we've got a, a wonderful crew throughout the day to sort your sporting fix. Right now, I've been, I'm going to be joined by Adam Milne, a uh, wonderful player for the Black Caps for a long period of time now. Morning, Adam. Happy 2024 to you, mate. Good morning, yeah. Happy 2024 to you as well. Thanks for joining us uh, nice and early, uh, mate. What's the uh, what's on the, the schedule for the next wee while? You guys have a bit of a, a, a small break for the international cricket. Are you heading back to play a bit of Super Smash, or are you just uh, monitoring that body and making sure it stays in one piece? Yeah, there's a bit of a bit of a break for the the international stuff, so we'll try and get a, a couple of games in for for Wellington um, over the next sort of week or so. Okay, that's good. That's exciting news for uh, Wellington Firebirds supporters. Absolutely, they obviously um, have a game later on today against ND, and the the guys are going well already. So you'll be no doubt rearing to get involved. And I guess that uh, funny, strange, well, funny old T Twenty series against Bangladesh. What was the? <laughs> How would how would you sum it up for us? Yeah, I guess weather interrupted was um, was the big one, but yeah, obviously uh, disappointing to to lose that first one. Um, and then um, guys played well, and the last one to get that sort of rain affected win. But yeah, it would have been nice, I guess, to have a, a full series of uh, of games, but it wasn't to be. The weather weather gods played their played their role. It was um, as far as the cricket we did get. I think Bangladesh really handled themselves well, didn't they? And they they showed that that you know with the amount of T Twenty cricket that's played around the world, and a lot of those guys had been exposed to it. They they had a, a good bit of nous about them, and um, it was a really even match up in the end, which I think probably a few people wouldn't have suspected. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they they're, um, they've got some really good really good players um, with both bat and ball, and they definitely showed. With the ball there, you know, been able to exploit some of the conditions that that were offered and, and put us under a lot of pressure. So, yeah, it was a, it was a um, pretty tightly contested series in the end. There'd be a few of the the lads through the middle and upper order that would have um, probably preferred to have a bit more time in the middle. Or for yourself though, with the ball, uh, especially at the mount when you did get to bowl, um, man, there was some good stuff and. Uh, swinging it, but bowling at a good pace, really nice full length. Um, a couple of scary short balls, which you've always had in the arsenal. So, 
good bit of rhythm there, even though it was a, a bit interrupted, as you said. How did it feel, especially in that last match? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. I've said um, as bowlers, it was probably our best game that last game. Um, yeah, the rhythm felt good. It was, I guess, nice to to get through the the bowling innings in the in the first innings, get the full twenty overs, and sort of try and um, yeah. I mean, there was a bit of a big wind and bowling a couple of overs into it, sort of just using slower balls and, and different um, tactics to try and manage that, and then um, a couple of overs down and was trying to just bowl quickly and, and take some wickets. Yeah, and some rich rewards, so two for 23. Um, really good stuff. What What's your favourite... What? So I guess it's all situational in 2020 cricket these days, isn't it, Adam, as far as what you're bowling and what time of the match you're bowling. I guess if you had it your way in 2020 cricket, what like what is your role and where, when do you feel most comfortable bowling during an innings? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I mean, pretty much the other day was the role that I'm sort of used to would be bowling you know, a couple of overs in the, in the power play, sort of one one at the start of the one or two, um, two overs in the power play and then sort of two towards the, the back end. Um, that's kind of the the role I've done for a while now, playing um, domestic and, and T20s um, around the world. So I, I'm sort of well accustomed to, I guess, what that role brings and, and the, the mix of deliveries that are needed and, and tactics in that sort of role. Yeah, it's interesting um, because even to the point that a lot of captains these days in 2020 cricket, well, I don't know if it's a preconceived idea, but it's, it's quite rare that you get bowlers bowling um, at the beginning and end that bowl consecutive overs, right? Like quite often that they like to spin guys around from different ends, it's, you use the conditions, and, and we saw a bit of that. And I suppose you just don't want to get a batsman to have too much look at you, right? Is, is that the kind of idea? You want to keep it changing and, and so to try and avoid... A batsman, say, if he can get rhythm for three or four balls, that could be quite dangerous as far as three or four boundaries. Yeah, exactly. You don't want the, the better ace to get a good read on you and get a feel of what you're doing. I think, obviously, the other day, um, Mitchell Sander did it well, and, and specifically with the, the guys bowling into a big breeze at one end, um, just trying to mix those guys up so that um, the batters and you know, have a good look at um, any of the bowlers for too long and, and they're able to sort of mix up their plans and, and keep them guessing. Mm. I, you might be sick of it, but I feel like every time there's a conversation about Adam Milne, like health comes into it and how the body's feeling. Um, so, so yeah, how's the body? And like, as far as where you're at in your career now, playing really good cricket, but is consistent, like getting consistent cricket and spent time out there part of it as well? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, I felt like I've always bowled better when I've um, you know, been in the park for a, a decent period of time and been able to play consistent games. I guess that's just been, <laughs> been the issue over the years. But um, yeah, I think the fast bowler, there's always niggles here and there. It's just trying to be smart and, and manage them uh, where need be. Um, it's been nice to sort of play a few one-day games for Wellington and sort of build that consistency there um, before going into the Bangladesh series, which was really nice. Yep, including taking a, a decent bag as well um, against Canterbury, wasn't it, going back? So that was a, a really, really good effort. Um, 
What is, you know, like fast bowlers, actually, who was it? Lockie Ferguson said this. He came on the show probably a month ago now, and he just said, oh, I just want to bowl fast, and, like, that's not going to change. That's just my attitude. I just, I love it. So, <laughs> you know, there's a bit of that, and, and it's probably it's probably comes from you You can do something that not many other people can do, so it's a kind of like it's a, um, it's a skill that you probably use as, like, it's your commodity, right? But that trying to find that balance of just bowling really quick but also being sustainable in health and also career like how have you found that yeah it's a it's a, it's a tricky one you you know, you've, you've got the opportunity to bowl quick and you've, you possess the skills so it's very hard to stop yourself from trying to to do that all the time but yeah i think it's just been smart with how you're bowling uh, for me it's um, sometimes not bowling all the time with that's in training um, or domestically or in games or the longer formats um, but still obviously wanting to, to bowl fast and, and international games and, and bowl as quick as I can um, for as often as I can so I was just trying to manage the, the body and make sure that I'm able to do that for a long period of time throughout my career. Mm. What about swinging it? Because you've got those innies that we see but like you've always been able to move it both ways, right? So, when I, I don't know, is it is it harder to swing ball? Try to swing a ball in twenty twenty cricket? Do you have to pull the pace back? Can you just talk to us a wee bit about swing bowling and and your kind of theories around it and how much and when you get to utilise it? Because you do have great shape. Yeah, it's definitely something I've um, I don't always have. I sort of developed it um, over the years as, as I guess trying to you know watching a couple of the great swing bowlers that we have in, in Tim and Trent and seeing how they were able to use it was, um, you know, to look up to them and talk to them about it and try and develop how to swing the ball um, over the years. And it's, it's a tricky one in T20 cricket because it generally doesn't really swing much past the first or second over. So sometimes mm. you're looking at only swinging it for a couple of balls or, or two or three balls. Um, so it's just trying to use it, those three or four balls or that over as widely as possible and, and be attacking as you can with the swinging ball and then once that stops you're sort of back to trying to bash your lengths and, and, and mix up your pace um, sometimes in the in sort of as you get into the one day cricket and in longer formats then it swings a little bit longer so it's, can, you can be a bit more aggressive and, and tactically using that swing a bit more but yeah the, the T20 game can be pretty fickle with the, with the swing how often do you add a new ball to your arsenal? Because it's all about variations. You spoke about that, and and we're, we like we love the slow mo on the hands and seeing where the ball's coming out of guys' hands, what they're doing with their fingers, where the seam is. Like, are you do you try picking or add a couple of balls a year? Like, the kind of the professional development element of being a bowler these days. How do you go about it? Who do you talk to? Is it just um, like is it a lot of it? You got to go and do your own research, or do you just try and? Do you go the other way and you just you know you've got a few balls that are really good and you just try and master those? Yeah, I guess it's a combination of, of both of that. You just sort of see, you know, you watch a lot of the T20 cricket and one-day cricket going around and you see the different skills, the different slow balls that, that guys are bowling and maybe you just have a practice with them and see if they, they click with your action or, or they work and sometimes they don't, sometimes they do. So it's a combination of sort of just picking a few and, and maybe practicing them and, and seeing how you can develop them. Um, sometimes you just sort of try them a few times and, and, and kind of just they don't really work for your action, not um, 
quite the same as, as what you've seen on TV and then other times they stick a bit better in you and you just keep practicing until you can bring that to the game. Um, but there's definitely an element of, you know, once you've got you know, a few balls in your arsenal, you know, a couple of different slow balls and, and the use of different lengths and stuff like that, then, then you've pretty got a pretty full arsenal of, of bowling and it's just about how um, tactically you use those in the game. Mm, no, that's a it's a great answer. That that makes perfect sense, mate. Um, I don't know if you're much of a goal setter, New Year, New Us, all that stuff. Uh, how how much would you like to be involved in the T20 World Cup, and you know where does that sit as a priority for you? Yeah, look, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be part of the the T20 World Cup. Uh, you know, I want to play for as much as much for New Zealand over the next wee while as I can. Um, but yeah, I guess sort of without looking too far ahead, it's sort of just trying to perform as well as I can in, in the next sort of few games or whatever that I play, um, whichever I'm selected for. And then if, if the, the World Cup comes around and I'm selected, then that would be great. I'd love to be part of that. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I think uh, a lot of us just want to see a bit of continuity in selection, so we've got a good chance of Pakistan here to see some guys get some more cracks, and I'd put Ben Sears in that group as well. He's exciting prospects. So no, it's it's um it's exciting times, mate. And lastly, I'll let you crack on with your day. But how good did that feel when that ball came out of the middle of your bat at uh, Napier? There, that was one of the the, the best shots I can recall from a tailender. And maybe that's offensive. Maybe you're not a tailender because I know you have been scoring some runs lately. Uh, yeah, yeah, that felt really good. I sort of blacked out a little bit when it came off the bat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sort of, yeah, one of those moments where it just comes right off the middle and, and flies away and you're sort of looking out and wondering if that was actually me that hit it. <laughs> So it went. I don't. You know how they've got all that like uh, exit velocity stuff and stats in baseball. Yeah. I just wanted, like, I wanted the analytics on it. It absolutely <laughs> rocketed. Yeah, it's a good bet. So, well, um, yeah, we're hanging on to that one for a while. Nice stuff. All right, good to chat, Adam. Appreciate it, mate. Cheers. See you later. Here you go, Milne. Yeah, Adam Milne. Very, very good. Um, played for a long time now. International career, how's this? Logan, I'll, I'll throw to you. I'll have a stab in the dark. When do you think Adam Mill, what year do you think Adam Mill made his international debut? Oh, I actually, I actually looked at his uh, profile on um, Crick Info this morning, but I feel like I'm going to get this wrong. But it was a while ago, which is the crazy thing. Um, and he's only just taken his 50th T20I wicket in that last match against Bangladesh. Uh, I want to say 2010. Correct, 2010, which if you put it in perspective of 2011 was the year we hosted a Rugby World Cup, how long ago does that feel? Um, <laughs> the only member of that team that was that played in, at the last Rugby World Cup, Sam Whitelock. Wow. So, so when you put it in perspective like that, this is a guy who has been on the scene for a very long time. He's um, quick, man. He was lightning back then. He still is, but you just hear him talking about it's all about sustainability for these fast bowlers. They can't bend the back every single time because they just the back breaks. So um, he's a real asset for New Zealand cricket. He's worked hard on being able to swing it, become a bit more diverse, and I suspect he would be right there in the wrecking for a T20 World Cup. He's just versatile enough, and oh, the other part of it is he actually is scoring runs. Um, he had a 24-knot against Canterbury for Wellington in ODI cricket. 
He had that 16 knot for the Black Caps, and they're pretty much. And he's had a couple of other knot outs in cricket when he's had the chance to bat. So, like, don't underestimate the importance of being able to score 10 to 20 runs as a tail ender in a T20 cricket. Very, very much can be match defining. 